What kind of machete did you get? Uh, it's a uh, SOG, S-O-G. Ooh, good machete. What the f*** is that noise? <laughs> it sounds like it's a, we're in one of those horror movies and the blob is like <laughs> slurping forward towards us. It's this exactly. is awesome. It's slurping. It's a slurping. Okay, it sounds like the monster's typing. I don't know what it is. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like oh it's God. like an old grandmother opening candy in church. Hey, did we do an opening yet? Like a recording? No, no. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do this. All right, let's. <laughs> hey, can we just podcast? <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe I've said too much, the horror show of internet podcast. My name is Mike Laffey, and I will be your host this evening as we travel through the dark woods with the ski mask gentleman following behind us on the internet tubularness of something or other. I am joined, as always, by my good friends Izzy Swan of allthingsizzyswan.com and our good buddy Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Gentlemen, how are you this fine evening? I'm good, but I want to hear all about Izzy's week. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the only reason the only reason you want to hear about it is because you're coming here next this week. I am, but I I got to catch up on what I've missed so far. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of male nudity um, and things being built, but outside of that, I I have no doubt. It has been it has been a pretty amazing couple of days. People started showing up Saturday. Um, Saturday afternoon, Sunday we worked on the shop a little bit, and then uh, more people showed up yesterday, and more people showed up today. Uh, so we have been uh, we had a little fiasco with materials this morning. They were supposed to be here this morning, didn't get here till this afternoon. And um, what is that sound? <laughs> anyway, so we had we had a pretty good day today. Uh, we got everything organized, ready to really kick it in the butt tomorrow, and we're gonna frame out the mezzanine and wood storage tomorrow, then move basically one side of the shop to the other side of the shop and frame that out and uh, build benches and miter saw stations and all kinds of joyous happiness. And uh, it's been really cool. And I think the thing that's been most fun is just getting to know the TMA members. Uh, These are all TMA members that came up. Um, I reached out on the group and said, hey, could you use some help? Is there anybody that could come up? And I expected two or three guys to... There's 13 people in the other room right now and there are more coming, which is incredible. And Joel, I know that you're you're going to be up here uh, Thursday, which is super exciting. We've been yep. talking about that a little bit. Yep. And how I'm, we can... I'm coming out to Izzy's Burlesque and Bait. Oh, yep. yep. So it's been it's been awesome, um, and it's just uh, it's just nice to it's just one of, it's just one of those things you don't expect. You know, you reach out to a community like this and makes a hope for two or three or four guys, and all of a sudden you end up with like fifteen to twenty guys showing up to give a hand and. We have Gary. Gary flew in from you know Utah. We got guys that have driven 24 hours, literally 24 hours. Um, we have guys from Oklahoma, from Louisiana, from Southern Florida. It's just crazy. I mean, these they all come together and we're having a good time and eating good foods and you know um, building stuff and talking about learning a lot about each other, which has been a lot of fun. So. Oh yeah, when I come up there, I'm hoping everything will be built, and all I can do is you know just generally bullshit, which is, by the way, my most valuable asset. Right. Well, we, very we'll much so. You, Thank we'll you. Put, we'll put you on the CNC cutting out parts for stuff if we need. Oh, we fantastic! Need like so. that, I've never done before. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> way to yeah. expand. <laughs> right. That's you know, right in my wheelhouse. I, I. It was interesting. I've spent a couple of days kind of vetting what what experience people had and what where their skill sets were and how to best utilize their their talents in this so and with you i don't have to i know exactly what to do with you so it's mm-hmm. nice male nudity and then cnc no. machine yeah or both at the same time yeah Ooh. careful yeah <laughs> splinters get weird yeah no you guys uh yeah i was i was hoping to make my way up there um but uh just a whole host of things came up at the last minute that uh we're entirely planned on. Yeah, life has a tendency of doing that sometimes. It just kind of shows up one day. <laughs> so, yeah, so. it's wild. It's nuts. But it's it's been it's been crazy cool. And um, thank you guys for for those of you that are coming and for those of you who aren't bite my ass. I mean, I mean, I understand completely. So, um, 
I was kind of hoping you'd do another one at like you know maybe June. June fifteenth. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna um, you know, the next few months are gonna be getting the woodworking side of this of what we're doing set up so we can keep funding what we're doing, and then um, after that we'll spend about three months you know planning curriculum and laying everything out for the schools, and then we're gonna have our big hoorah June fifteenth and. It's going to be wild. I mean, we already got people like you know, Jimmy Durastis coming, Paul Jackman's coming, Ben, ben Ueda said he might be here, Jesse's going to be here. Um, a lot of people from the community are already, you know, everybody that's basically here right now is talking about coming back in June. And then, so, it, you know, and obviously we're going to invite the general public, so it's going to, we're going to turn this little town of 2,000 on its head. So it's going to be crazy. Well, obviously I'm coming and I just heard about it. Yes, you obviously are coming. And so is Mike Laffey. Uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get to one or more of these things. So, yes, you must come. Well, so how about you guys? I, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of crazy going on up here. We don't, don't want to, you know, focus completely on that. What are you guys up to? How's it going with you guys, Mike? Um, yeah, <laughs> right up. Yeah, no, I, you know, things are uh, things are mostly good. A um, couple of little hiccups kind of along the way that have required a lot of attention and uh, energy. Um, but I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I can't, you know, I, again, like I've said a thousand times before, I, I you know, I, there's a lot of people that would take my life over theirs pretty much any day. So it's hard to complain about things that are silly, you know, so, um, even if they're challenging at the time, but yeah, things have been good. Not, no real problems to, uh, to talk about. I, it's been too cold to really build things um, because I live in a climate where you don't really have to have heaters because it's never cold and then when it's cold you don't do anything so um, <laughs> yeah so you're just like ah, oh, a heater would have been a good idea to buy this year but you know then next month will come around it'll be 70 again and you'll just be staring at this thing for 11 months wondering why the hell you spent all that money on it so so yeah the last couple of weeks has been and we've had uh, I think it was 19 degrees here today which has been one of the warmer days and it was four or five degrees a couple times last week so which you know that doesn't sound like much when you're in the middle of nowheresville michigan but uh down here in you know balmy north carolina um that 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 changes things pretty dramatically so it was it was about 18 degrees here earlier today so you're basically having the same temperature as we were so oh hey i appreciate you sharing thanks no problem yeah he's like well he couldn't make it but i can sense some of that cold ass weather down there and, uh, you know, do what I can. Share and share alike. Yeah. So, but no, that's uh, yeah, not not a whole lot, but um, not a whole lot of building, not a whole lot of life, just you know, nonsense for the most part. But uh, things are good. So, uh, Joel, what you been up to? Things are probably about uh, an order of magnitude calmer for you this week than they were the last couple yeah. of times we talked. Well, so so the, the the moving of the house is still kind of going on. We're cleaning out and getting some things. We've we've had a little bit of time on that. So, um, in general, all I've become I think is an errand boy, because what ends up happening is I need to get something for the house, or I'm having something delivered or something. Something is always going on somewhere, so I'm bouncing between work and the house and things like that. And that's actually. somewhat intentional on other fronts because we're moving the shop. So the point of the house was to get a house. The second point of the house was to combine the shop and the house back together. So uh, we've been retroing the barn uh, this last week and demoing out shells and giant fish tanks. Don't ask. Uh, And (laughs) Oh no, uh, we're going to (laughs) ask. So, so we've been doing that, and uh, this last uh, tomorrow we're going to start over again and hit another section and get everything, new flooring put in and a few other things to get ready to move the shop here. So in, so I've been splitting my team up into two teams. The guys kind of come here, the guys that are good at swinging sledgehammers and crowbars, and then the guys that at the shop who are good at keeping the shop running while I'm not there. And so they've been working on making big boards small so we don't have to haul them. And we've been working on getting uh, boards and stuff out of our way here to make use of the space. 
So that's it's been a little crazy. Uh, and then the daughter has strep throat, and so I went to the doctor with her today, and we sat in the waiting room for like I don't know four and a half hours while the entire flu infected world passed through in front of me and where I was sitting. Hmm. So yeah, I'm going to be dying at some point, I imagine. I don't know. I assume that I have some sort of Ebola by now. Well, you know, if one of us has to get it, it's better you than me. Right, of course. That's that's what I always say, too, but usually I'm the one saying it. Unfortunately, with those things, you know, it's it's not necessarily one or the other. We can both have it, which really sucks. So. Yeah, it's weird how those things get No kissing. So the... are you, will the shop be completely moved in the whole March thing? Uh, it looks we're I think we're planning on by the end of February. So are we going to be doing a shindig at your place again this year, or is that? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. We're doing we're doing it at the house. Yeah, I want to so, see that place, like all of it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You'll have to pardon it because it's. I mean, it's it is going to be a two year work in progress for the grounds. But it is, it's nice enough. It's just, you know, there's lots of work to be done. So the guy, actually, it's funny, my guys, uh, I was talking to a couple of employees. I said, you know, in the summertime, because we're in the good business, I said, you know, we usually kind of slow down a little bit on hours. We get out of there at four instead of five. You know, we'll take off Fridays, you know, make it four day weekend, four day weeks, and, you know, kind of, you know, we, we just don't have as much to do. I said, but you know, how do you feel about yard work? <laughs> and they were both like, we like yard work. Hmm. And I'm like, great. So a new title will be groundskeeper for Missing Digital Woodshop. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, if you got to, if you got to pay them to do something. Well, I'd rather, you know, I, I never like cutting back hours for our guys because it's, it just, I, I have a responsibility to make sure they're taken care of because they mm-hmm. take care of me in the shop and, and our goals and so you do what you can with what you got and if no money's coming to the door it's hard to pay people but if there's work to be done then I can always find an excuse yeah so and I'd rather find that excuse yeah well there's not there's no shortage of yard no no it's a it's a slight of sane asylum which by the way I, I bought a machete and because we have bamboo, and if you have bamboo, apparently you're supposed to own a machete. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the um, your yeah, because that that uh, woodworking show is what March fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth in Atlanta. All and, right. So uh, everybody should go ahead and just message Izzy now and tell him that he's going. I'm not going. I, I know that's what you say today. But we'll, we'll work on it. Well, I've I mean, the, the thing is, Izzy, is you have you have two we choices. Could, we could you just can say. Go. <sighs> I mean, you could go or you could not go. I mean, it's basically yes. what it boils down to. And to yes. to not go would mean that you weren't there. Yes. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about that another time. But I just wanted to no. to make sure. I wanted to make sure you knew what your choices were and then what those yes. choices meant. I know well, what those choices mean. Well, I, I would tell you that we have a number of confirmation of folks coming this way. Some very prominent, fine folks. Last awesome. year's Shindig was a fantastic event where I, I'm i I'm positive it was the largest, even even with Maker Fair, uh, was the largest gathering of kind of makers. It was uh, in our group, and and thanks a lot to Izzy for that, and the Toolmasters Association who helped sponsor a couple of folks. I know he doesn't like to say anything about it, but he did, and uh, it's still an awesome gift. I still have photos and stuff that I I glance over on Facebook as 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 the year goes by. Yeah, that was amazing. Anybody who's listening who didn't get a chance to go, um, if you have an opportunity to make it to this one, it is pretty amazing. And if, you know, don't worry about a place to stay. Joel's got all these pools. You can just float around it. <laughs> yeah, bring, so, bring a rubber dinghy. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like a Caddyshack. I got a pond, got a pool. Pond would be good for you. So <laughs> you can go sit, <laughs> go float around with the koi. But, um, 
Yeah, that that the trip was amazing. I mean, it was just uh, to to finally meet everybody, and you know, again, another thing I've said a thousand times, but it was um, it's just really an enjoyable time. It was very relaxed. It, you know, the woodworking show is, was essentially just an, an excuse. excuse. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there was. I walked through that place for two straight days, and every time it's like it's like when you're hungry and you go to the cabinet. And you look, and there's nothing in there. And then you lower your standards, and you look again. And you just eventually, you know, you're eating that 40-year-old mac and cheese um, that you still got to add oil to because it's been sitting in the back so long. They don't even have that recipe any longer. So you know, you're walking around the woodworking show, and you're like, well, maybe I need a, I don't know, file made out of a coin. I'm not, you know. So you're just like, nah, I don't need any of this shit. But uh, damn it, I'm gonna go hang out with Berkey for a few hours and watch David Welder. <laughs> have a pitch meeting on the back of his pickup truck so um but yeah it was uh it, it's a good time if you get a chance to go to one i mean you want to go to one i mean just it's it's a collection of just the coolest human beings that the world has assembled uh, how we've all managed to find one another is just i have no idea but the uh the southern woodworking group that's on facebook if you're, if you're in the south or roughly near the south or somewhere on the continent because they'll they'll let a lot of people in. Uh, they you know they're doing a big shindig. I mean they're they're doing a big kind of booth there, and I know they've got twenty thirty people forty people. I know the the various maker groups are. Um, you know we've got twenty thirty people coming from there. There's there's probably going to be like a hundred people ending up over at the house. So, Jesus. you know. I'm gonna get my plumbing checked out before. Uh... <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe hold off on the fibrous food. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Light on the beans. So light on the beans. Light on the cheeses. No, heavy on the cheeses. Heavy on the cheeses. <laughs> heavy yeah, on the cheese. To... <laughs> That's right. Yes, anything diuretic by nature. Absolutely, um, Atlanta is a lot of fun, guys. And if you have a chance to go. Get out there, meet you know, meet a lot of cool makers, meet some really cool people, and definitely do it. I mean, it's absolutely a wonderful time. Yeah, and you'll meet Izzy. No, you won't. <laughs> you'll have a really good time. Izzy will either be there or he won't be there. Is basically so. All right, we're Izzy just gonna keep that up in the air. Most likely not be there. There's a very very slim chance that he'll go, but most likely not. Huh. I like I like when he talks about himself on the third person. I think we need more of that actually yeah. on the show. Oh dear lord! Yeah. I always, so, like, I always feel like a douchebag after I talk about myself in the third person. That's weird. I don't know why. Generally, the, if you don't get that feeling, then then you're, then you're a douchebag. Then you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of the uh, the hit one indicator. If, yep. if you get if you get douche chills <laughs> from doing something that should give you douche chills. Um, you're not a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> so, nice. Good. Just kind of the way that works. So you're thank welcome. You for, thank you for the clarification. I feel much better now. Well, between that and clarifying your options, I feel I feel quite condescending. I should be getting those douche chills any minute now. So we talked. It's, do you think this is a tough time for makers in general in the wintertime? Do you think it's, it's hard for... Um, obviously, I think if you were a welder, this would be a fantastic time of year. Oh, but I or, think or a blacksmith or a blacksmith, this would be a fantastic time of year. Although I think with a blacksmith and maybe even as a welder, uh, don't you get that like rotisserie thing, like like you do at bonfires out at this time of year, where you have to keep turning your body around because one side is you know getting <laughs> frostbite, the other side is getting you know uh, third degree you know, sunburns. So I, I, I don't know how comfortable that would be, but it's got to be better than 95 degrees in the sun. So in doing the same work. Yeah. This, this time of year has, has been, I, I can't function to do anything. I, so, I mean, you know, I couldn't imagine what it's like if you actually have to do this to feed your family. I mean, that's got to suck something well, terrible. So yeah, I mean, it's like it's like uh, I I have all the respect for for guys that are doing like roof work. Like here in Georgia, when you're on a roof and it's you know July August, it's got to be 120 130 degrees up there. You know, there's just there's no way that you standing on black tar on the top of a building in direct sunlight that it's not 130 degrees up there. 
And those guys, I see them, they bring up like like two or three jugs of water each. You know, and they just work that day as quickly as they can get it done. Uh, only I can only assume so they can get the hell off the ladder. So... Oh yeah, that's well. My, we used to do roofing in New York when I was younger. That was part of my father's business, and and it would be, you know, you you it take you a few days to to do a roof that you know is real tall pitch, and you know, there's only a couple guys doing it. So you know, you clean it off, put the tar on, come back the next day. All that. The down here in the south, they get about thirty guys up on a roof, and they're done long before eleven o'clock. <laughs> it's just right. The soon, the soon as, as soon as the sun peaks over, those guys are up there just pounding on it, and they are they are gone and cleaned up by eleven, like it never even happened. So I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. But what are your what are your thoughts? Is you think I mean is this a you know you're surrounded by makers in that in that little refugee camp that you got going on up there? Is this the uh, what are they talking about in terms of just time of year and making and all that stuff? You know, it's funny. I do see a lot of people talking about not being able to get out in their shops because it's too cold. And um, this this January has been a particularly vicious and weird January. I mean, we had we had negative twenty two degree temperatures at the beginning of last week, and by Thursday we had fifty three degree temperatures up here. So it's just crazy. Um, and this week is kind of kind of evened out. But, um, you know, and if other people are experiencing, you know, other people are experiencing similar weird weirdisms for this weather, for January, um, you know, when you're cold and uncomfortable and it's really hard to get motivated to go out to the shop and build stuff. So I would say that uh, winter is probably a little bit harder on makers than um, most. I particularly am a, I'm a little bit of an odd person. Um, I prefer the cold over the heat, and I would much rather work when I'm a little chilled than I am when I'm sweating from every orifice. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm I'm with you on that. Although it does get the older I get, the the less tolerant is of cold. See, because I'm the I, opposite. I, I'm the older I get, the less tolerant of heat that I get. It's weird. I think I think the older I get, the just less tolerant I get. Yeah, I was going to say you guys both missed the uh, the underlying key point of that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I was a kid that would you know be in the snowbank in shorts and high tops uh, when it was two feet of snow in the middle of Wisconsin because I knew as soon as I would get to school they had the steam radiators going you know, at 104 degrees. So, and everybody looked at me like I'm crazy. And I, di- I just didn't, I didn't want to be, I mean, I didn't mind my legs getting like numb and cold then. But these days, man, I'm wearing two socks when it's, you know, 14 degrees outside. I'm, you know, I've got heavy like Carhartt jackets now. I never had that crap. So even, even in Wisconsin, I've never had that crap. So it's, it's it's just an oddity, I think. See, my experience with that stuff is that the uh, if I wake up cold, like if if at some point in the morning I get cold, I can never seem to warm back up. Like just throughout the like, it's just until I get home and get back in bed, I'm just gonna have some type of chill within me the whole day. But if you wake up sweaty, you can cool down. Like I can, especially here in the south. I mean, there's air conditioning. You basically go from one climate controlled. And, you know, enterprise or system or something to another. I mean, it's just you're never more than you know a couple degrees off of the last place you were. You know, unless you're in transit between air conditioning. There's so. an old Polish trick for that. If you get chilled down to the bone and can't seem to shake it, um, either you take a big swig of, lemon, swig of lemon juice or a hit of whiskey, and you're fine. It'll go away. It'll go away. I like the second better than. The first. No, I was gonna say, why would the why would the first one even exist if the second one is an option? It's that doesn't acid. make any it's, sense. Because it's it's an acid. Your body has to warm itself up to deal with it. Same thing with whiskey. Nice. Yeah, but I mean, there's not a lot of lemons in Poland, though. So why would that be a Polish thing? Like, it's not like it's sunny Florida. <laughs> they don't have lemons growing all over the place. All right, maybe it's a Scottish thing. I don't know. One of the, it's one of the two. Um, but you know, there's you gotta just. I don't know. That's the easy one. All I'm saying is, if you have a choice to drink whiskey or lemons, there's. I mean, that's pretty easy plus it's very hard to pour lemons it's very maybe, easy to maybe, unscrew the cap maybe you don't have uh, whiskey true. but you have lemons so drink the lemon juice oh 
Well, that's that's a sad home. Yeah, I was gonna say. I hope I never live in a place where I have no whiskey, but there's lemons everywhere. <laughs> please don't, please don't put me in that horror show. What a nightmare! So I, I have a question for you, and I, I get this. I get three a inches. Bit of, oh, no, it's not that. Oh, I, sorry. I get that. I eat oranges like I eat apples, skin and all. Uh-huh. And okay. I, um, I was I was I was at a restaurant the other day and I had an orange and you know they were like do you want us to cut it up no do you want us to peel it no I'll just wash it and hand me the you know I'll eat the orange but I, my grandfather did this my great uncle did this I mean for me it's a fairly normal thing but it's funny when you do it in public because you usually end up seeing one or two or three or ten people that are just like horrified by it do you do either of you guys eat do that do you guys eat like an orange like you know the, like an apple where you just you know eat the whole thing the no. uh... I mean, I will. I eat the I eat the whole core of an apple when I eat an apple. So people think that's strange, but there's there's actually some pretty good stuff in there. But I mean, I I don't particularly care for the taste of the rind, okay. whatever they call yeah. that. But so it's um, so I don't I don't particularly do that. I don't think it's weird because you know go back. Let's go back ten thousand years, and you know we're we're barely out of the monkey stage, and we're walking through some trail. We've been starving for a month. If you saw oranges, you wouldn't take the time to peel them. You'd just start eating. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I get that I, to some extent. So, is this – I don't think I've ever seen anybody eat <laughs> eat, a, eat a rind, pith, and and core all at the same time. You're, you're talking to a man whose one of his first jobs was fleshing. <laughs> so, this is – but, I'm sorry, Mike. Can you remind us again what flushing is? Uh, no. No. Because <laughs> no, I'm breaking I my think, own rule of never talking about it again already. So I think perhaps that maybe Joel just lived a fairly sheltered life if he never. Seen I it. I don't know. I I peel my bananas. I I peel my oranges. I don't partic- I find that the the white part, the pith, is particularly bitter. I I try to get as much of that off of it as I can. But I don't think there's any harm in eating all that. I no, think there's probably a massive amount of nutrients trapped between, you know, the fiber and, and the, the skin. Right. But, you know, you're not going to get scurvy anytime soon. Yeah, so you well, I mean, you also, you. let's just remind everybody also, Izzy, what your favorite sandwich is. <laughs> Peanut butter, pickles, and mayonnaise, baby. Yeah. Okay, that explains a lot. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's the the mystery has unless you've tried result. it, don't knock it. So the, the there's uh, there's gonna be no time in my life when someone's gonna offer me that sandwich outside of coming to visit you. I and I would have it. I would have it in your company. I would probably enjoy it in your company. But yeah, there's if if my wife laid that down in front of me, I'd be like, hmm, tell me what I did. Can, can we come back to Mike? You said you eat the apple core and all. Yes. Does that include the stem, or do you twist the stem off? Uh, generally, don't eat the stem. That's a little too. What What about the the underbelly button? The, oh yeah, the, op- the opposite side. That's of that. that's actually where I start on the apple. Really? Yeah. You get that out of the way first. It doesn't. That's not weird to me. Because that's that's where the flower was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The that... apple's bee hole is what you're talking about. Right. Right. So 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 Izzy. Is... <laughs> I obviously I'm doing something wrong. Let me guess. You peel your apple and core them. Uh, no, I, I I have no problem with apple skin myself. I uh, I I actually enjoy it on some apples. Can can we all agree on this though? That that red delicious apples, the apples we grew up on, are the worst apples ever. Oh, they yeah. should change their name. A, a Fuji any day. Give me a Fuji any day of the week. Yes. Actually, funny enough, Izzy Bayou is the greatest apple ever invented by accident. The University of Michigan came out with the Honeycrisp apple. Oh, that is a good apple. Oh. It is the mm-hmm. greatest apple ever. What are the? What's the one that has the red veins that almost look like blood veins running through it? It's very sweet. Um, Ambrosia? Not maybe. I can't remember the name of it, but that that's also a very, very good apple. My, one of my favorite snacks in the whole world is a gala apple. Yeah, if that's nice. how you yep. gala yep. gala whatever, and uh, a little bit of almond butter. Ooh, the oh, two of those good. things together is, oh, 
Welcome to it, Maybe I Said Too Much, the podcast about foods. Oh, and it's so yeah. good. It's or it's fruits. not. I mean, well, well, yeah. it's not as We're, delicious as like a an orange rind, but I mean, it's it's up there. Can I tell you a funny sandwich my daughter makes? She makes a she she takes a grills like like toast, uh, like a grilled cheese, but instead of cheese, she puts in and I kid you not. Uh, she puts in what's the hazelnut one the with the chocolate the truffle butter butter no 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 the 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 Nutella and she puts in marshmallow either marshmallow fluff or actual marshmallows ooh god I know you have baby wipes by wrong. every thing you can poop into but in your house i mean that's i don't i don't she just every time she makes it i think it's the most disgusting thing until i smell it which you got this whole like golden butter nutella thing going on and it smells amazing but i i could never eat one because i don't want to like it like i can't afford that <laughs> like i've i've run past like i'm i'm my weight says that i can't have that item i've i've used up all my tokens Speaking of which, are you still uh, you still doing well on your uh, your quest to get rid of garbage? I am doing poorly on the the uh, on the solid no carb things. Mm-hmm. I'm doing excellent on the drinking side of things. I've I've killed all my sugars, uh, so I've been drinking water and diet things, uh, and reduced a lot of the diet stuff too, because I find that. It all tastes like crap anyway. So, other than wanting something fizzy, um, but I've been eating the best I can given the circumstances. Sometimes we just have time to order a pizza or something. You know, it's sometimes it's not easy. You know, grilling just a piece of chicken for yourself while everybody's like, "Okay, we're getting in the house at like six thirty-five. Mm-hmm. What are we going to eat?" And you're like, "I don't know. I'm, I can't make a full course." Non, non-carb dinner tonight in yeah. 12 minutes. I've basically just cut out all of the, uh, I've cut out all the processed garbage. So I've lost, I think, 16 pounds in the last eight days. Nice. That's Ish. crazy. Yeah, it doesn't suck. And I, I have way more energy than I remember having. Um, yeah. Which for me just makes me more pissed off than anything else. What's that? <laughs> I said, I, you know, I don't even like you guys. So last week, uh, the week before everybody got here, I found a nutritionist who food preps for me. Very amazing. You know, I mean, it's, it's inexpensive. It's $200 a week. And she shows up literally to my door with six meals or uh, six days worth of meals. You know, I got I have breakfast, a snack, lunch, a snack, and dinner. And then I, I, I get a free day. That's, you know, like one day off and I can do whatever, you know, within reason. Of course, I can have like two slices of pizza or something for lunch, not oh, half a pizza. Right. So I lost four pounds. It was amazing. Nice. First, first week. Of course, I'm not drinking the water that she recommends, but I drink way more coffee than, than, um, than the water she recommends. So I'm figuring that kind of balances out somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, four pounds, right? And then she says, do you, wanna, do you want me to food prep for you this week? I said, yes, I do, but I have a whole bunch of people come into my shop, and I've got to you know, feed them and dinners and breakfasts, and there's just going to be junk food laying everywhere. So you could food prep for me, and I would not touch this food except for all the junk food. So I said, let's just hold off until the following week. I mean, I have no willpower. It's like my ability to, um, I don't know, it's like I'm a three-year-old with when it comes to you know, my ability to hold back. You know, bad, <laughs> no impulse control. How you doing on the uh, the the curbing of smoking? A lot, pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing the week. No, yesterday was my worst day. I smoked almost a full pack of cigarettes, which I know sounds like a lot, but that's a lot less than three packs of cigarettes. Um, and I had several days where I only smoked like six or eight cigarettes, and then I had the one six-hour stretch where I tried to kill people, but um, where I didn't smoke anything. <laughs> So I am proud to announce that I have not smoked a, I have smoking at least one third less, more, less than one third less of what I used to. And it's, it's all right. Um, you know, it's getting better. I'm getting a little bit more control over it. it. Like the first time when I didn't only, I think the first day after I only smoked like a 12 cigarettes. And mm. I know that sounds weird, but it was really, really hard to only smoke that many cigarettes. I was very conscious about 
when I was smoking and like, okay, I can't have another cigarette for at least two hours. Mm-hmm. And, Which uh, makes you immediately crave it more. Yes, of course. And it was like, you know, but it still, I had that relief. I had, it, there was some, there was some small mechanism in my head that gave me a little bit of release because I knew relief was coming in the next, you know, hour and or hour and 45 minutes. So did you, is your vape pen on its way? It's here. Um, I am not having good luck getting used to it. The first time I, I use it, I thought I was going to die, uh, <laughs> which I think is the opposite reason of why you would use it. But it is. It was. It was like um, literally. I coughed so hard and so long that my abdomen hurt the rest of the day. My throat was on fire the rest of the day. My head I had a headache. It was just mm. like vicious. And I'm like, yeah, I'm. And, you know, I tried it a few more times over the next couple of days with a similar reaction, and I'm just like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. I need to do some research. Kind of. You know, whatever. But it was. I mean, it are was, you sure you didn't uh, order pepper spray? I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I've I heard. I heard of something called Papa Smurf, which is like a blueberry mix, and they mm-hmm. sent amaretto, which I hate amaretto. You know, which I'm like, that's a little weird. So. Huh. Well, I've had someone who who uses one of those things pretty much all day chew my ass for wanting to have diet drinks. So if I have a diet coke, that's poison. But smoking that is apparently not so yeah well i have people chew my ass all day long about smoking but they go out and have a you know they go out to mcdonald's three times a week so kiss my ass yeah you know actually you know it's funny joe when you say the uh, sometimes you just end up with a pizza i, I had somebody and sorry to turn this into uh, the the jack lalane uh podcast hour but um i had somebody that that uh, i thought said something that was very interesting and it's something ironically um I, I you just don't really think of but we were talking about you know weight and you know sometimes you just can't get to the you know the meal you want and he said well, you do know it's okay to just not eat right yeah and i was like wait what like <laughs> he's like yeah there's there is there is almost no nutrient that your body needs on a daily basis there's almost no nutrient that your body needs in like a 30-day window and, and, you know, you, you have to have water every three days, food every 30, and then something else, you know. But, I mean, it's, you can go for a very long time without eating a thing. Like, and your body makes the majority of its own proteins and, you know, all the stuff that you have to have, the parts that you have to ingest, you can, they your body can go so long without them, it's actually pretty well, ridiculous. So. Yeah, you, you can, but your body also does things like, okay, I haven't eaten for 30 days, so when I do eat, I'm going to store every bit of fat that I can get my hands on because I don't know when I'm getting my next meal. Um, ideally, if you want to lose weight, eat more and eat more. No, no, food. first of all, um, you don't want to take nutrition advice from a part-time podcaster. <laughs> so <laughs> There's that thing, too. Yes, if you're if you're listening to this going, if you're if you have a pad and a pen and you're like, oh, can't wait to get in shape, I'm gonna start vaping and drinking diet sodas and I'm gonna miss thirty days worth of meals. <laughs> you're gonna die and you're gonna deserve it. <laughs> so don't don't do that. But um, you, you didn't read the warning label. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and do, do if if honest, if you're taking if you're taking diet advice from this group, stop. Go find someone who'll slap you, because if I was there, I would. And then come back and turn it back on and go, oh, sorry. But yeah, no, there's, you can, like, you don't have to eat. And that's really kind of weird, because I go to lunch and, and, you know, there's this place over by us called uh, Chubbs, which they make burgers. Uh And there is, (laughs) there is absolutely nothing on the menu that you can order that is in any way, shape, or form not the worst thing in the world you could possibly imagine. <laughs> it is unbelievable how good it tastes, but you can't, there's no, nothing comes without cheese or chili. Um, their burgers are basically listed in the order in which you'll die. So it's like, you know, oh, this one's seven years off your life. This, you know, I just, so, it, and it, it tastes unbelievable there, there's zero you can eat there i mean zero yeah. you can't you can't even like even their ketchup's got extra fat added to it i'm convinced so but when we go there like you know the last we went there last thursday or wednesday and we were sitting down to uh you know and they were like you want anything i was like yeah water like water I was like yeah water like i really can't eat any I, I can i can feel my heart begging me to make a better choice today so i'm just gonna pass on this get a uh Get an orange with the rind, the peel still on it when I get back to the right. office. Right. 
Oh yeah. gosh, there's this place. It's funny. There's this place you about you mentioned that out. There's this place called the. Um, uh, I want to say it's uh, Mr. Pig Barbecue, uh, just outside of Folly Beach, um, in South Carolina. Oh, I've and been there. I know exactly the, what you're talking about. Their claim to fame is they have a barbecue sandwich that is 6,200 calories. Yes. One sandwich, and I'm just like, that's you know, that's just nuts. I mean, and and they they're a successful business. I mean, people go in and eat that. That's like people come from all a, around to eat that. They give you a T-shirt if you can finish it. No, no, that, that's the. I think I think maybe we're talking about two different things. They do have an eating challenge, but this is just a normal like. <laughs> no, there's nothing normal. Please, <laughs> let's not make that normal. But it, it's it's crazy. I mean, literally, that's like here's my entire week's calories in one sandwich. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me get a diet coke with it though. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to watch my weight. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, I I got I got I got nothing. Uh, like I said, yeah, please don't take diet advice from any of us three or all three of us combined. There's that's because, what, oh what hey. Is, Pickles and mayonnaise on a sandwich. Yeah. There's what are you eating listening rinds, to? Eating yeah. corks. Stop! Stop! Yeah. Stop writing. Put your pad down. Can, I, can I tell you about an exciting news event? You know, we're we're actually on a like a show uh, where we well, talk about things. You don't right. have to ask for permission well, this, to tell stories. I, I, I only ask that because we're going to be changing the direction from the what I it, can only assume is riveting conversation about our eating habits yes uh should we is this where we start apologizing yeah this no, is where we should probably yet. passing out money uh so so izzy the 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 laser not to be confused with izzy the the, the, the viking builder, the viking uh is up and running yay it's, i have a new giant tube that extends past the casing because i ordered another uh larger uh more wattage tube and uh i've installed it and it works and i will be test firing it in the next couple of well tomorrow i guess or i won't do it at all for a week uh and aligning mirrors and everything and it so far it looks very very good i'm very mm-hmm. excited well i don't not to rain any upon your parade it is a six you can't rain on this parade it is a six foot long glass laser tube yes i don't Six have that feet long but in the mail this week <laughs> i did get for my cnc machine which everyone's tired of me talking about um i did get an add-on laser for it hey nice shipped to the house so it's somewhere between three and five watts depending on <laughs> which whether the Chinese or the Americans are measuring its on its scale, but um, so yeah, so I'll be adding that to the uh, the CNC once the temperature cracks up somewhere north of seven. Nice, so. nice, and I, and I gave you my my oh my god blue lasers wear glasses warning, didn't I? Yes, yes. Go we uh, I got a pair of um, I don't know the the. They were recommended on Amazon as you know high rated and stuff, and they were excellent. They're green, which is weird. Yeah, as long as if they just have to be matched to that wavelength, which would be somewhere nice. in the 900s. But yes, yes, excellent, excellent work there, sir. So now, so now I will. I have a baby laser. I have a baby laser and a baby CNC machine. So yeah, awesome. but I'm a, you're, I'm you're a home gonna, gamer. Though, you're so. gonna you're gonna love it because you're gonna do all these little because you can do like like you're gonna get good at Illustrator, and I know you struggle with it sometimes. But you're going to get good at Illustrator, and you're going to be doing these designs, and then you're going to be able to basically wood burn them in. And also, things that you didn't think about. A, don't cut vinyl, but you can use masking tape. Get the thick, like, four-inch rolls mm-hmm. of masking tape, and you can cut away on those lines and use that as masking, and you can start painting, like, cool little logos and things Ooh. in wood. See, now you're getting a hint. You Ooh. can because because you get these really nice, clean, crisp lines. But yeah, you can't. You can't. There's certain plastics you'll be able to generally etch, but you can't do anything on the vinyl because that releases chlorine gas and sulfuric acid. And then death. Well, it's it's not so much death as just yeah, it's pretty much death. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to die. I, I'd rather just make things. But yeah, this is. Um, I, I'm. I'm pretty excited about the possibility of lazing. So I got. Um, I, I don't know necessarily what I'm going to do first with it, but it's you know it's just another toy that I didn't need to begin with that showed up at the house. So that's <laughs> pretty much. Just got to get it all wired in there, but all the so, components so that are small and can my you, hands are numb. Are, are you, like, when you attach that to the machine, do you have, like, a little toggle switch where you can can deactivate it to allow control to your, like, the router just stays on, like, it does its thing. With the laser, you're going to have to change it a little bit because there has to be a signal to turn the laser on and off throughout um, the process. So there is a... And this is getting really deep into the weeds for the other one person on this that listens to this that uh, has it. But yeah, the the X Carve um, box has a controller for it. So you wire it into the brain box. There's a couple of pins on there where um, it's basically the spindle essentially turns on. But since I have nice. the router attachment, it just turns on the laser at the time, and then it manages the um, I guess the uh, output of it. And all that stuff. So it's, uh, yeah. So there's a there's a whole YouTube and thing on that and all of that good stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. See if I can tattoo with it. That's gonna be that's really honestly the very first thing I want to try is maybe some tattooing, some some branding. You know, I I I didn't really I wasn't part of a fraternity, so but I always wanted to brand it up. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, In the advertising budget for uh, maybe I said too much. We do actually have, uh, uh, I believe, a small budget for uh, self-branding and or tattoos. And that doesn't go for just you, Mike. We can offer that up to all the individuals. If you happen to get uh, a tattoo of our logo uh, or you happen to just walk into a laser iron that happens to have our logo in it, uh, obviously don't do that. But... uh, but yeah, I'm sure we have five or six dollars to spare for that kind of a thing. I mean, I mean, we'll help. We'll help cover two, three percent of that cost. <laughs> I mean, no, I think. <laughs> are, are we going to come up with a? We should probably. Well, I, I don't. I actually kind of like our logo. I, I like our logo. I, I may I, I may actually rebrand it a little bit this year just to make it a little bit cooler. Um, One thing I will say, speaking of that, uh, with um, Illustrator, I've basically abandoned um, that. So uh, what I found is in working in Photoshop, uh, this is the least efficient way to use uh, Illustrator for anyone who knows how to use Illustrator. But for me, it's incredibly quick because I am am proficient with uh, uh, Photoshop. So, but the CC... Uh, the Creative Cloud has an export paths to Illustrator function, so I can draw everything I want in Photoshop, which I do very quickly. Export it out to uh, Illustrator, which is it doesn't take it's two second process, and then save that as an SVG file that then I can import into you know G Code Editor or whatever you have. So I um so yeah I, I I'm going to learn Illustrator and at some extent, but I don't. This makes me a lot faster in everything I need to design, so I can I jump into Photoshop, draw up everything I want, export paths, then I go straight from there right into SVG. For some reason, exporting out of Photoshop into an SVG file just always gets weird. So the extra step going into um, I go into uh, Illustrator, expand the whole file, and then send it all out, and it's it, it's a thousand times faster for me to do it that way. So. Because there's a lot of swearing and cursing at the goddamn keyboard, and you know you're like, oh, why is the shortcut different in this program? And what the hell are you know these things? It's just so, <laughs> yeah. So it's just a lot less anger. But so I I've got uh, the last thing that I wanted to to ask was I had a, my buddy Preston posted a board that goes over your stovetop. They call them uh, noodle boards. And they're basically an extension of countertop mm-hmm. over over that. And every time I see one of those, and I've seen they've become quite popular over the last I don't know last six months or so. Um, 
I, every time I see that, I always see somebody comment, uh, it's going to burn the house down. Uh, because obviously you're putting a wooden tray over your burners when your burners are not in use, hopefully. And you can use that for additional storage. Usually it has handles that you can, you can keep a few things on it. And then mm -hmm. when you need to use the stove, you just move it aside. But you can then, you know, the idea is that you have a place that you can work on in addition to your lack of countertops. So do you guys ever think about when you're doing products or you're doing designs or things like that, like, like this is insane. Somebody's going to sue me if I, if I build this. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I see that. That's actually, I showed that to, when I first saw the picture of that, I showed it to my oldest daughter and I was like, Hey, do you think that'd be, that'd be cool to make one? And she's like, uh, you're going to burn the house down. And I'm like, okay. So that didn't, that didn't pass the, uh, the common sense of a 17 year old. Um, mostly cause she's seen me cook and drink at the same time. Cause you know, wine is a thing. And, um, so it, she was just like, I, I don't think it's a great idea for, you know, when you're having one of your moments where you're crying with a bottle of wine and <laughs> I making usually have those in the shower. Yeah, making Nani's sauce recipe that you love so much. But yeah, I just yeah, thinking of whether or not I'm going to get sued. Um, I mean, I do everything cash, so there's really no trail that I built anything. <laughs> right. Um, I deny that I made that. Yeah. So you know, if you if I make something that you kill yourself with or burn your house down with, I mean, that's really kind of on you. So that's uh, I, a good friend of mine. Um, this guy, his name, he's from South Carolina, big guy, wears a Viking hat. He had a video once he did on uh, personal <laughs> responsibility and uh, blocking people on YouTube who, you know, were jackasses and stuff. That video has since been deleted, but, you know, that was a, it was pretty good. I kind of kind of go back to that now is, you know, you're going to have to, it, 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 at some point you got to be responsible for, hey, don't put wooden things on top of the stove, you know, so. Right. If you, if, obviously, if you can't handle wooden things on top of the stove, yeah, you I mean, that's, have wooden things on top of the stove. Well, and it, like, perfect example. This friggin' I, I'm seeing the, all these news stories about teenagers now, like poison control is getting calls uh, over these friggin' Tide Pods that people think you know they're eating because some idiot thought it was funny to make a meme out of it, and now kids are actually doing it. So, and it's just like, don't eat dish detergent is not something you should have to say out loud. And quite frankly, I mean. It's like George Carlin once said, you know, it's the uh, the kid who eats two marbles does, or the kid who eats too many marbles doesn't grow up to have kids of his own. You know, I, it's kind of it's kind of populated and crowded. I mean, some of these people, if you don't know better than not eat detergent <coughs> as a grown up, then maybe you just shouldn't be here for much longer. I guess I don't. You know, it seems like a pretty stupid thing to have to tell somebody, but. So yes, litigiousness. Uh, I don't know. Do we sue Tide now for making? Uh, detergent that looks delicious i don't i mean uh, is, is that is that their fault that people are stupid i don't know that seems like well, somebody's that's, they're that's, gonna get sued over it i promise you there'll be a, there'll be a lawsuit but so i because i i looked at that and went oh this is this is nice I, it kind of has an old world feel to it we could make these and and sell them and then i looked at kind of packaging them because they're fairly large you have to think of a stovetop it's like 30 inches by 30 inches you know, it's a it's a pretty pretty big area. So to ship it and stuff like that it became not the greatest product that I'd want to ship all over. But I could see craftsmen doing it. Like like uh, I could see this very hot item at well, pardon the pun, at <laughs> uh, at it, like craft fairs. And then I thought, I don't, I don't know. There's a part of me. There's I guess maybe the optimist in me that goes, well, this is this is supposed to sit on your stove. So the, the craftsman assumes that you're not a complete idiot and you have to assume some responsibility that you shouldn't turn on your stove. And I think there has to be kind of like, you just, I guess you have to have the mental fortitude to understand that there's a deal here that you pay for this. No, no, and I, I, let, me, let me go ahead and help you out. If, if you have to make the assumption that any group of people are not stupid, um, don't even bother making that assumption. I mean, people are just stupid. Yeah, but so, people make knives. Obviously, they've made. Oh them no! Listen, centuries. I get it. But yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, you're you're 
you're, if, again, if you find yourself making a, an assumption as to whether or not people are stupid or not, the answer is they're stupid. So that's, uh, yeah, I could I could save you a whole bunch of research and marketing and test groups and all that. That's yeah, they're just stupid. So it'll be fine. Don't uh, <laughs> don't make it because you'll burn a house down and somebody's cat will die. Even you know, if people like cats, I don't know if they do or not. But I was um, thinking about making a device where you could make a bowling ball on a table saw. Yeah. Why is that not a thing? Come on, Rockler, get your shit together. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, but, you need to paint that blue the next time. Yeah, right. Well, um, we, uh, I think we're coming up on a uh, coming up on the hour mark here, or maybe not. But um, I have to edit this and get it out tonight, since you know <laughs> we're, we're all slackers. Well, I blame me. Because we could have done this. We blame week you ago. too. Yeah, you should definitely blame me. But since I'm the one that has to stay up till midnight editing to get this out, I think I. There's it's I, I the equivalent know. I, of podcasting hail marys. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for Izzy actually because you know there's like this party going on in the next room. Male nudity. I'm sure, and so. and we're taking him away from him to talk yeah. about our eating habits. No, I, I like hanging out with you guys. I would, I would, you know, there's very little thing that I would not pull myself away from to hang out with you two. So we're good. Oh, you just hit me right well, in the feels. Yeah, we never want you to pull out it. Go at it. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I was. I just went through such a journey of emotion right there. <laughs> I went from warm and fuzzy to really warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's that's your spectrum, Mike. Well, um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. But uh, Izzy, do you have anything? Uh, would you like to promote any? Uh, any I just stuff? want to say I want to say thank you to the guys that are here, and I apologize for not knowing everybody's you know uh, Instagrams and Twitters and all that. Oh, stuff. I wouldn't put that in the description down below anyway. You, right. You're out of your freaking mind. But I want to say thank you to Gary, to Ryan, to James, to uh, Richard, to Kyle, to Tim, Matt. Um, and I'm forgetting a, a bunch of other ones. Yeah, there. you never should have went down this road because you you're um, not going to remember all of them. I just want to thank them so much for you know coming up and being such you know really really positive and lots of energy and uh, making this whole thing fun. It, it you know it's been a up and down road and uh, just having everybody here and ex, you know excited to be doing stuff and it's it's just a lot of fun to see and it kind of. I'm, I'm hoping this gives me a little bit of glimpse of the school down the road where people are just coming and, and enjoying it and, and um, learning and having a good time. So I just want to say thank you to all the ones that, you know, flew from all over the country to get here and that are making this such a great time. So thank you, guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Joel? I'm going to actually uh, give a shout-out to our patrons for uh, funding our guerrilla advertising campaign. Oh, nice. uh, that's going to be coming up. And... Uh, we're working on that now, and so I just want to let you know that your hard-earned money is not being wasted on us, per se. <laughs> uh, but but your I can tell you, I haven't seen a dime. <laughs> no, you haven't seen a dime. But but the good news is the good news is we are going to waste it in the the best and most useful way we can find. So uh, so yeah, so thank you, Patreon supporters. You guys are. Uh, uh, like crazy amazing so and thank you to the rest of everybody else and, and Mike where can you find us well I'm glad you asked Joel <laughs> we can be found at uh, let's see maybe I've said too much dot com uh, you can find us on Instagram Facebook and the Twitter thing at maybe podcast so uh, hit us up with questions comments concerns if you're eating Tide Pods and getting ready to die call Poison Control don't send us a message because we're just going to laugh at you while you die so um, yeah, but uh, if you that's got any truth. that's really really the truth I wish we were better people but we're not and I don't even wish we were better people that's just what you're supposed to say but uh, so feel free to uh, hit us up send us in some things um, if you guys have the uh, capability and means start planning for the uh, March March 16th 17th and 18th the um, trip to the maker does it have a name is it just a woodworking show or? well we, we just we generally call them maker meetups uh, but but it is it is uh, the excuse is the Atlanta woodworking show which yeah. you can Google and get directions it's on the north side of Atlanta you, you can get flights in direct flights to Atlanta for like from $59 to like $120 from mm -hmm. most major airports. 
if you have to connect, that's when it gets a little bit more expensive. But for oh, also interesting enough, we have uh, kind of a group of uh, uh, Airbnb. So there's eight beds. I think four are taken for, but it works out to be like like a hundred bucks for the whole weekend for your hmm. for your rental. So if, if everybody splits the cost. Sweet. Yeah, I stayed at a yeah. hotel where they had they gave you free needles when you checked in. It was cheap, but you know, interesting. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. You're going to be sleeping with me. I mean, in my house. Ooh, what? What? If I, warm, and, if, warm and fuzzy feelings. Warm and fuzzy feelings. Am I, <laughs> am I being invited to stay at your house? Cause... Absolutely. You can certainly stay at my house. I have a, a lake that you can float in. I hope you can tread water. But if I can, as long bring as it's your, warm. Bring your little rubber dinghy. It's with me all the time. Bring your rubber ding. But all right, guys. Well, uh, thank you to everybody who uh, stayed all the way through our. uh, I don't even know what the show Uh, disaster is. Right. No, I. I mean, listen. I'm sure that somebody got some tips or something. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll just uh, we'll we'll plan to do better on the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Or the one after that. Or we'll get a good one this year. Is all we can promise. I mean, that's. At least one, maybe one and a half. I don't know. I, I think if you were to cull through all of these um, hour-long shows, there's at least seven minutes of good stuff in there. Yeah. And let, let's be honest, seven minutes is more than we give to most. So, <laughs> yes, I'm looking at you, honey. And warm and <laughs> so, All right, on that note, you guys have a great evening, and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Good night, y'all. Love you. Bye. Thank you.